0: hey y'all and welcome to another episode of the favorite and fabulous podcast happy wednesday happy new week y'all i am sitting outside i'm actually recording this from my car today and i was sitting outside but but it was too noisy um but the birds are chirping it's like the most beautiful day today so i'm just reminded of, of Matthew 6 as I was sitting out here and, and how His word, remind, God's Word reminds us to look at the birds. Man, they don't plant anything. They don't grow anything, but God provides their food for them every single day. And when I was sitting out there, honestly, just hearing those birds chirp, my mom used to tell me that birds chirping was them singing hymns unto the Lord praising the Lord and and their songs were songs to the Lord and so I was just reminded of how God provides for them man he will do so much more for us he will always provide for us and so I hope that that little snippet if you turn off the episode right now I hope that this one minute or so that I've been talking just reminds you to trust in God because he will he will he will provide for you um you know life is just amazing as it should be okay um <laughs> there's been so much happening in my personal life uh, we had a hurricane come through louisiana last week but the the storms that came before the hurricane actually caused a bit of a flood in the home that i lived with, live with living with my mom and my younger sister and so y'all we were cleaning up flood water this weekend and um the dress that I'm supposed to wear to this wedding in December for my friend Brenda the dress um, got wet and so we're hoping that the cleaner can can get the stain out and y'all it's just a lot and then yesterday I was working and I was I was in the zone for like three and a half hours in the library as I'm developing this communications and marketing strategy for my company um, that I work for and and so I was in the library I mean just just grinding it out y'all And nothing that I typed, well, the most of what I typed didn't even save. So I opened it up today and it's gone. And (laughs) and I'm literally laughing, not out of frustration, or not to make myself feel better, or not even through my pain as I've done so many times. Because y'all, I don't have any. Like all the stuff that's going on, I'm literally like, okay, the dress, okay. If they get the saying out, good. If they can't, okay, work what i typed is gone but okay i'm gonna have to remember and you know figure it out i'm sure that god will give me you know whatever i've I've said yes typed out yesterday or some other ideas that he wants to add to it so you know what just learning to pass the test has been such an integral thing that i've been trying to like grind into myself um for like the last year and a half, like, man, I just want to pass tests. Man, I just want to pass tests. I'm tired of taking tests over and over again. I'm tired of failing tests. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. And so I feel like I'm finally getting to a place where I'm I'm tired of doing all of the above. I'm tired of taking the same tests. I'm tired of failing tests. I'm tired of taking tests again and again about worrying or stressing or whatever and then failing it. Then I got to take it again. There's something else got to happen because I didn't pass it the first time. Y'all, this last week and a half or so has really shown me like man I must have really got tired somewhere along the line to the point where now I'm like I'm not about to fail a test I'm, I'm just not Satan you're just not even gonna get to me and when I tell y'all it's it just it it blows my mind honestly it's a bit shocking to me because like I said my nature for so long has been failing <laughs> these tests and so I'm just reminded of Ephesians 6 um, verse 12 that just tells us we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We're wrestling it against spiritual wickedness. We're wrestling it against dark forces, principalities, all kind of things that's trying to come up against us spiritually. So while all these things may be going on, I'm just making a choice every time something has happened to really just be like, look, I'm not even about to let this bend me. I'm not even about to let this break me. God still has me covered. My needs are still met. It's going to be what it's going to be. And You know, I feel like I I asked God and and I wondered and I prayed for the day where I would finally not stress about things. I would finally not worry. But I have found just from my experience with this, it's like when you get sick and tired of something, you get sick and tired of something. And that's what old people say all the time. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Okay, I guess I got sick and tired (laughs) of being sick and tired of worrying so now i'm just like look i i recognize where these attacks are coming from and i'm gonna fight back with my faith okay so let's pass some tests y'all let's pass some tests but enough with this intro hey how you doing today's episode got me so so excited i feel like i haven't said that in a long time i used to every episode i used to be like i'm so excited about today's episode (laughs) y'all and i am i am excited um but I feel like I hadn't said that in a while nonetheless today's episode is called gimme got shot all right gimme got shot and I don't know how many of y'all have heard this phrase before but growing up my fourth grade teacher miss Laura Augustine she had so many of the craziest sayings that she would tell the class like if if we're a fifth we would all be drunk or if we say Miss Augustine, do such and such. She'd be like, I don't have to do nothing. And we'd be like, Yeah, you have to, you know, you have to help us. You have to do something. She'll say, All I got to do is stay black and die. Like, (laughs) and she would tell us, All you got to do is stay black and die. And I was just like, Stay black and die. What? I'm not going to be black no more. Like, what? Child, I don't know. (laughs) But the other thing that I always remember her saying is, Gimme got shot. And in case you've never heard this before for well first of all teachers anybody out there that's a teacher realize that the impact that you're making on these kids is lasting thankfully miss augustine is one of those teachers that made a a pretty positive impact on me but i'm telling you these children are not gonna forget what they learned in your class what you taught them etc so keep that in mind um but gimme got shot is an old saying and it reminds us to be grateful. So what, what Gimme Got Shot means is when you're telling somebody, I need something or gimme that. Like if somebody has some candy, and you're like, gimme some. Or if somebody has some money, and you're like, gimme some of that money. And they're like, gimme got shot. Like you don't tell me what to do. You don't tell me what to give you. You don't tell me what I have to do for you. Like gimme got shot. Gimme ain't even here no more. And I've even saw something that said um some people would say give me got shot haven't you heard like his funeral next week and I'm I have never heard that I have never heard the extension extended part of that but all the same to say look don't feel entitled don't feel like nobody owes you anything and and honestly this entire message this entire little old folk tale or old saying um, it's something that I feel like is is so relevant and so prevalent in the lives of those of us who are believers, or it should be rather, because there are a lot of times that I have experienced this in my own life. I talk to my friends, my family, whomever, or hear preachers in a pulpit, or hear other people say how much we're. Expecting God to do in our lives, and how much we um, want Him to do in our lives, or we're believing that He's going to do in our lives, or we, you know, we're we're praying, we're fasting, we're knowing that He's going to move in our lives, and it's it sometimes seems as though, or or even from personal experience, sometimes it has come from a place of entitlement. A place of um deservedness and and just plain old selfishness like god this is who you say you are so give me what i want give me what i need give me give me give me you say i can trust in you well give me what i want you say anything and, and this is one of the scriptures people always always say if we agree upon anything <laughs> who to come for somebody today in the name of Jesus if we agree upon anything on earth that will be done in heaven you know if, if, if two or more agree upon something God will do it like what what y'all talking about y'all really out here living y'all's lives and convincing people that any and everything that we say any and everything that we agree upon God just gonna snap his fingers and do that's not what his word is telling us that's that's not that's not it because his word also reminds us that his will will prevail his word also reminds us his kingdom come his will will be done on earth as it is in heaven and I feel like that's where we miss the ball a lot of times when it comes to this gimme gimme mentality or this god is gonna do it mentality or I'm believing or I'm trusting or I'm speaking this until existence um mentality so today I just want to dive into this in what I hope won't be a super lengthy episode but impactful to say the least because even as i was making the notes for it i was being challenged in in myself and in the actions that i have had when it comes to my relationship with god and 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 sometimes treating him even as i've heard him described by by some pastors as us treating him as a genie where we think we can rub this lamp and he's just gonna come out and grant our every wish he's at our command he's at our disposal and For those of us who are believers, we got to understand this is wrong. This is absolutely wrong. Having this gimme, gimme, gimme mentality when it comes to our Lord and Savior, like this is not cool. So again, I just want to dive into this a little bit more today and hopefully just challenge all of us to alleviate this this way of thinking and and to shift our mindset into a a posture that is submitted to God's will versus entitled to what we want perceive his will to be or what we want it to be and while gimme got shot comes from an older person and it may seem a little harsh or or put us in our place like we we need to be able to relate this to our spiritual walk so let's take gimme God shot and use that to put us in our our place with God and today I'm gonna spend some time Unpacking this, like I said, I'll be brief, but um, just want to remind us to be grateful for three main things. The first is is God's love. So, God's word tells us that when we were in our mother's womb, He knew us. So, but even before that, if we look at Jeremiah one five, and and because God knew us before He even formed us, if we look at Genesis 1:26, He created us in his image his love for us was was so great that he made us special he gave us dominion over earth he knew us he knows the number of hairs on our head he cares about everything that concerns each and every one of us like his love for us is is so great and we have to recognize this love it's so interesting to me because Here lately, I've been meeting different people and I've been talking to different people. And one of the things that has really strengthened my faith um, lately has been hearing people's testimonies, not just past things that they've been through, but current things that they're going through or or miracles that have happened or ways that god has just shown up and shown out in their lives so so hearing those things or seeing those things or witnessing sometimes those things it's been very beneficial to my faith and and not because i see them getting blessed i'm like oh god is in the neighborhood (laughs) because i've been that girl like oh god is coming with my blessing next but really because seeing them be blessed It's a reminder to me that God doesn't only love me. God is not only looking out for me, but you mean to tell me the God of of everything who's concerned about what I eat. He's concerned about my thoughts. He's concerned about my purpose, my action. He's concerned about filling every need that I have is also concerned about those same things for each and every one of you, that just intrigues me on a level that I I probably couldn't even fully put into words beyond what I'm saying right now. But it's like, man, you mean to tell me like God loves all of us like that? Yes, he does. And so recognizing God's love for us teaches us to posture ourselves not only t- for in a position where we can have stronger faith, like I just explained, but so that we'll be in a position of humility, like, wow, you really, really love us, God. And, and also in first John 4, 19, it, it tells us that we love because he loved us first. So he not only created us in his image, but because he loves us because he loved us enough to make us He's given us the example of what love looks like, what it feels like, what it smells like, like literally. And so being alive is a reflection of God's love for us. Even people who are dead and risen in Christ, that's a reflection of God's love for them. So whatever state we are in, God loves us. So we really, really have to recognize his care and his concern for each and every one of us. And when we examine our own lives and we look around and see how our needs are met, when we see, wow, everything might not be going my way, but it's going according to God's plan, like he truly, truly loves me, it allows us to just love him for that love. Like, man, God, you love me so much it is my life's duty to love you the same way it's my honor to serve you it's my honor to give my life to you because you love me and this helps us release this this idea that he owes us something like look he already gave us his love and through that love brings me to the second point which is God's grace and God's gift to us so The Bible says in in John 3 16 that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So you mean to tell me that God loved us so much that he gave, he gifted us with his son as a, a, a sacrifice for us so that we could have everlasting life if we believe in him, that in itself so we got god's love is point one god's grace his gift to us in itself is enough like literally god's word tells us in romans 5 8 while we were yet sinners christ died for us so we were not even deserving of the sacrifice y'all we are messed up each and every one of us have done some messed up things at some point or another. You might think you're the best thing walking, but you have sinned at some point or another. So when we look at our own messed up selves, but think, man, God, you still sent your son for me? A little old undeserving me? Like, I was still out here in the world and he died so that I could be set free? Like, literally, this is a, a gift that we could never repay And because of that, it should be, again, our honor and our pleasure to say yes to God, to surrender to God, to be available to God. But also, we got to recognize this gift that he's given us. Y'all, he gave his son. I don't even have kids. And just just the thought of sacrificing something that's my, my baby for the world? Oh, no. Oh God, you're gonna have to find somebody else. <laughs> and that's just a thought. But I mean, ain't nowhere near having kids right now. And it's it's like to think that God was that selfless to give us such a gift, you know. When we look at our lives, it's like, man, that, that in itself should be enough. Because God, you you saved me from the pit. Okay, the pit. And then when we look at the third point for today, which is God's promise. He has his word has so many promises for us promises that he'll never leave us or forsake us in Deuteronomy thirty one six promises that he'll provide all of our needs according to his riches and glory Philippians four nineteen I mean we could just go on and on and on he will he will keep us in perfect peace if our mind is stayed on him because we trust in him with the Isaiah twenty six three all things work together for our good. Y'all know I'm always saying Romans 8, 28. I'm always saying Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. One of these days, y'all better be learning these verses, okay? Because we need to be warned out here. We need to be praying on these things out here. But um, that we know the plans that he has for us to prosper and not harm us to give us hope in the future. All these scriptures, we can just be going. We can just go on and on and on. But the thing is this. God has promised us all of these Things he's promised us all of these things, and and honestly, this is this is where some of this loophole comes in, where we then start feeling a little bit entitled because it's like, oh God, you said, like I said, if you if if we agree upon something that's gonna be done, or or you know everything that we ask for, we'll have it if we say it in Jesus' name, you know. Like, no, we got to be careful not to manipulate God's word first of all, but second of all the fact that god's word reminds us time and time again that his will will prevail what he says is what will go his will will be done in matthew 6 his kingdom come his will be done um many of the plans of a man's mind but the lord will the lord's will will prevail proverbs 19 21 y'all so many times god's word reminds us that his will is what's gonna stand. So when we get in this habit of of, of being the gimme kids, wanting, wanting, wanting what we want, how we want it, we are directly, um, we are directly in in contradiction to what God's word says. His word says according to His will. His word says according to His riches and glory, not according to what we can conjure up in our minds is the best idea for things. So when it comes to asking God for stuff, trusting God for stuff, believing God for stuff, saying, give me, give me, give me. You need to be saying, give me, give me, give me your word. Give me, give me, give me your will. Not give me, give me, give me what I want because I said I want it right now. Like th- there's this this song that um, we used to sing. Uh, As a child, and and I, I feel like it might be on my Apple playlist, I don't know. But it says that the Lord never does anything else for me. He has done enough. So when we look at God's love and we look at God's promises and we look at God's gift to us. If he does nothing else for us, as long as we live and breathe on this earth, these things should already be enough for us to live fully and committed to him if he gives us nothing else. So we've got to rid ourselves of this entitled mindset that somehow convinces us that God loves me, so he's going to give for, give to me. God's son saved me and said I would have life and life more abundantly, but I ain't got no money, though. Like, Stop twisting God's word to mean what you want it to mean. Stop using his word against him. Like just, just stop because you're in a losing game. You're not gonna win it. Okay. We have to submit. We have to surrender. We have to be available for God's use and for his word to go forth in our lives. Being out here with this gimme mindset of wanting it, how we want it, it and and what we want is is only robbing us of living a fulfilled life with the will of god being present in it and how do you know that god's will hadn't already been done in your life so again if if he does nothing else he's already done what he was gonna do we have to shift our minds to really really grasp this y'all and so just, just be reminded of, of trusting in him and believing in him and being excited for him to move. Yes, all those things are great, but just learning to appreciate the moves that he's already done, the stuff that he already has done to show you how to have faith, to show you his amazing love, his amazing grace. When, when I look at my life in this week, last week and a half, my apartment, I mean, not my apartment, but the house I live in flooded, I have renter's insurance, the insurance came in and said, oh, we're not even going to cover um, this because it's it's a flood that didn't come through the roof. So we're not going to cover it. Well, we don't cover that rather. And I said, okay. And you know what? I had to remind myself, well, thank you, Lord. At least I have some money saved up. So what I need to replace, I can. And what I don't, oh, well. If I don't need to replace it, ain't re- like my throw pillows, uh-uh, we throwing them away. I'm not, I'm not about to spit any. I'm trying to get out of debt. I'm not buying no de- decorations, okay? <laughs> so just reminding myself, like, God allowed it not to flood and damage the whole house. Thank you, Lord. You've done enough, okay? It might not have been the way I would have did it because I wouldn't have let it flood at all. I would, I, if I could have been outside stopping the water myself, I would have been out there. But recognizing, God, you did enough. You did enough okay it flooded but not everything was damaged the insurance is not gonna cover it but oh i got some savings my stuff on the computer didn't save properly but i remember what i typed and i know that you're gonna give me better ideas when i have to retype this just remembering to to count it all joy every little thing that god does for us and has done for us and not being out here upset bitter and mad because you want him to give you stuff that he has not given you if he has not given it to you yet or ever and ain't planning on giving it to you trust that it's not a part of his plan and his plans are better than our plans his thoughts are better than our thoughts his ways are better than our ways so i just want to encourage everyone listening to this to just trust God, just trust his plans. Just just trust that if he's done it before, he can do it again. And just allow yourself to just soak in the fact that God has done so much for you already. And if he does nothing else, he has truly truly shown himself worthy enough for you to love him, honor him and worship him without expecting one single thing from him. Because he's already given you everything, okay? So, again, if the Lord does nothing else for us, he has done enough. He has done enough. And we got to start living our lives in a way that honors him because of the fact that, that he is just who he is, okay? Beyond what he's done, just who he is in our lives. So, let's remind ourselves to just trust in God to just be surrendered to him as i minister to y'all i minister to myself and give me done got shot today give me a shot up funeral then came and went you can't even go to it okay ain't no i try- <laughs> ain't no trying to save give me nothing we gotta let that go we gotta let go of this entitlement that we feel we gotta let go of this this arrogance this this cockiness that god is just gonna do all this so he owes us something he don't owe you nothing okay that breath he gave it to you He don't owe you nothing. So you thank him for everything. You thank him for everything and recognize that you have to stop treating him like this part-time, always-there-when-I-need-you genie. God loves you just like he loves me. He has gifted us with so much and his promises still stand, okay? So we are in this together. Let's shift our mindsets and let's learn to be grateful. Let's learn to be Appreciative and just have an attitude of gratitude each and every day because of who God is to us and because of all of these wonderful things that he's already done for us. So I thank y'all so much for listening. I encourage you to share this episode. If you got anything from it with a friend or two, Um go on apple share a review whatever you want to do thank you so much for listening be sure to follow us on instagram at favorite and fabulous underscore on facebook at favorite and fabulous and follow me at veronique bailey and remember you are favored by god and he made you fabulous peace out